the next bowler that we sort of want to cover um, in the sort of list of uncapped is is actually very a very different sort of bowler from Arshdeep Singh. Um, you know, the when all the sort of attributes that you can sort of point to Arshdeep Singh, uh, it's almost like the absolute opposite. Um, but the beauty of the IPL is that you can see different, and, and cricket in general, as a matter of fact, is that you can see different sorts of uh, players having different sorts of paths to success. And somebody who's certainly been successful this season is Omran Malik. So Omran has been an uh, interesting find. Um, I mean, we, he's not new to this season, right? He's We saw him for a couple of games in the, the last IPL and then he was sort of picked by SRH. Um, a lot of people sort of mocked that decision. They, they you know, letting Rashid Khan go and, and you know, having Umran Malik in. A lot of, um, there's a lot of memes and, and those sorts of things uh, that were said about it. But he sort of repaid their faith in, in many ways um, in this IPL season. And uh, Gokharath, one, one of the things I wanted to ask you is, um, apart from the obvious elephant in the room, <laughs> base, uh, what have been some of the things that have interested you about Umran this season? See, uh, you know, people, there's a criticism about him that, you know, he, uh, like, he doesn't have control, etc, etc. See, my, my only point is that pace is something that you can't teach. Uh, as the tournament went along, you saw that his control was improving. And the one thing that I'd like to give credit SRH for is that they also used him well. They they bowled him in the power play in the very first game, and they realized that you know uh, they realized that he was taken for runs by Josh Butler, even though he dismissed him later on. That you know he's he's not someone who you could particularly bank upon in the power play or at the death. So they used him particularly as a middle overs enforcer, and uh, you know it's it's one thing to have pace, but the other thing was that he kept brushing the batters even when the batters know what was what was coming at them. And uh, the best part that I liked about uh, his pace was that there was no letting off. There was no let up. Even in his fourth over, you could see like the the when he bowled 157, it was in the last over of the of the game. It was yeah. his fourth over, so it was not as if his effort was going down. And and the ball and before the thing, that, to your point, right? The ball before that was also in the 150s, right? So in that over, consistently he was clocking 150. So it wasn't yeah. just a, a you know an anomaly. Exactly. And uh, the other thing that I that I want to get at is that uh, at no point you felt that uh, he was he was pushing the barrier too much that he would he would break down or injure himself because sometimes when bowler bowl when bowlers bowl the extra effort ball they they let in a they, they let out a, they let out a grunt or something yeah. you hardly saw that with Imran and the other thing which you know which which makes me feel excited about him or about you know. Uh, retaining that pace is that his his action is a quite smooth one. You look at his action, you don't feel that he's about to break a muscle. Uh, you know, sometimes when you if you if you watch Jasprit Bumrah bowl closely, or if you watch uh, Jasprit Bumrah bowl from the stadium, you you realize the effort that goes into his front leg. You know how or the elbow, or and you know he has those special twitch fibers which allow him to generate that pace. But with Umran, because his action is so smooth. Uh, you you don't feel that it's it's something that I've always also felt with someone like Agisha Rabada. His 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 actions very very smooth. So 
you know that makes me uh, very optimistic about uh, umran in the future and uh, you know something about his economy rates people keep men- people mention that he was being expensive but his economy rate in the middle overs was was pretty much similar to kuldeep yadav now uh, i know some would say that you know you can't compare a pace bowler to a spinner i i agree but what i am trying to get at is kuldeep yadav's been an in india international for 5 years now umran malik is in his first i uh, first full ipl season and i think uh, you know controlling 150 or 145 plus deliveries is far tougher than controlling wrist spin at 85 or uh, at 85 or 90 kilometers per hour some people might disagree but i am just trying to you know make a point here that uh, you have to be patient with him because he it's not that he only went for runs he did break a few games he did pick up wickets and uh, i yeah, the, think he, there was that five for that he took against gujarat for yeah. reference right where he yeah. even though the you know in the srh lost that game the reason why they were you know at a point where it became a last ball finish was because umran kept on hitting stumps of of batsman who could just couldn't play him they had no business srh had no business losing that game uh, if if they not bowled as poorly as they did in the last two overs so uh, what what i'm trying to get at is that umran's probably go, only going to get better because he's he's going to learn how to uh, move the ball because he's he's not he he doesn't move the ball that much he does bowl the occasional outswinger but doesn't bring the ball back in that much he'll also learn how to use angles and the best part is that when he will learn how and how to bowl the slower one and at what points to bowl the slower one his slower one will have far greater effect than the slower ones which which others bowl because as a batter you would be so much conditioned through your muscle memory and your instincts to react probably a second or two faster that when that slower ball comes you would be so much through your shot that you know it would it would leave you very little time to adjust and something that i want to add on the pace front because uh, you know we we need to put this in numbers i feel uh, the difference between uh, you know the difference between 145 and 155 might only seem 10 kilometers per hour but when you break it down to meter per seconds it's a difference of 2.7 meter per second and reaction uh, time is very low uh, yeah, to the, the yeah it it's 2.7 meter per second and the pitch is only 22 yards which i i i, I suppose comes out to around i i think it, I, i'm i'm not sure how much i i think it's around uh, 0.2 meters i'm i'm not sure i think 22 yards is around 0.2 meters so a speed of 2.7 meter per second uh through a distance of 0.2 meters could probably make a difference if if the ball doesn't slow down which it does Yeah. If if the speed remains constant, it makes a difference about for a, of about ten seconds. Now, obviously, the ball slows down. You know, uh, it loses it loses space when it when it uh, hits the hits the wicket. But even then, it would probably make a difference of about four to five seconds, if not more, or probably even three seconds. And you know, I I just want to quote Virat Kohli here. He said that Rohit Sharma has a ex- he doesn't have an extra second. He has extra one and a half second in breakfast with champions when you know he was talking to Gaurav Kapoor about how Rohit Sharma has that gift of yeah. timing. Yeah. Now batting is particularly a very instinctive uh, thing. You 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 see the ball and you react to it. You know, especially when you are batting well. If you're not batting well, you're you're thinking about so many things that where's my head going, where my feet's going, where how's my bat swing coming about. But when you're batting well. it's purely about you know instincts you see the ball and then you react because through your muscle memory now just imagine how much of a difference uh, would would 
reacting three seconds earlier would make when when you are facing Umran. So he's he's someone that 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 has a very that has a very high potential. Just needs to be guided in the perfect manner, and he could be very very lethal. And and to that point, the team that he has at SRH, right, is a pretty good one to learn with, right? Dale Stain is a pretty good person to to learn fast bowling from. Um, but no, it's it's interesting you brought bring that up. Um. And you you mentioned it, his action being one that is very smooth, refined, and repeatable. Um, I do see there are certain stress points and, and strain points in it. Um, and what it really reminds me of, as a sort of a, a cricket fan um, who is well inundated with the nineties, uh, it's very actually very strikingly similar his action to uh, another great, a really great bowler, Wakar Yunus, when he first came out of the scene. A lot of people see Wakar clips after he had a second back injury in nineteen ninety five. He wasn't as fast. Um, or after his first back injury, where he made modifications, the very first action he came out was a little bit more high arm, like Umran, still re- relatively round armish, um, and and like Wakar, I'd see that being very useful, right? Um, the, the remarkable thing about Umran is because he's a T20 player and he's he's mainly been doing this, right? He hasn't really played an FC match or so forth. He hasn't had a chance to reverse the ball, but I could see him developing the skill set and with his he, actions, he he's played three. He's played three first-class games. He was he hasn't played a Ranji Trophy game, but right. he was on the uh, on the India A tour to South Africa A. And coming to Vakar, you are talking to someone who started watching cricket after 2003, when Vakar had almost all but retired. So it's it's something that only you can stress upon. I haven't seen enough of him to you know make a make a comparison. Right, right. But uh, I mean, just just as someone who's who's, who's watched him, it, the, the resemblance very striking. Vakar um, might have been slightly. Quicker, but the point being, your point about the slow ball is slow ball is very war- well warranted. Um, because um, you know, like I I know Wakar used to get uh, Sanan Jayasurya, who was a great opener for Sri Lanka, used to get him out a lot of the times um, with uh, a slower ball sometimes as well, like uh, some of those variations, and it was very effective against him. And and similarly, you know, there are parts of Umran's action again with that sort of round arm angle, and and with that high pace that we're talking about. That are actually similar to even Shoaib Akhtar, and if you remember, you know, in 2005, 2006, when the England side that had just won the Ashes, so ranked number one really in the world, toured um, Pakistan, they got wrecked, and a huge reason that they got wrecked was because those slower balls that Shoaib kept on bowling, because they'd been so sort of the batsmen's been so comfortable playing that particular pace, when they actually saw a slower ball, a lot of times it would just appear like a full toss and a dip, and um, they would they would have no answer, right? Um, so I think I think his action is very good, um, you know, because it's uh, a lower arm uh, release angle. One of the advantages is, is that he can hit the stumps a lot more. Like e- even with when he's bowling just short of a length, it won't often climb as much as say somebody with a high arm action, and that can be useful in the shorter formats um, at high pace when you're trying to hit the stumps and so forth, the bolliokas and so forth, and. You know, I, I know he's he's raw, right? But there is a sort of innate game awareness in him that is also interesting to look at. Um, so I, I bring up the example of um, you know KKR. Now KKR in, throughout this IPL tournament have struggled with the short ball, and central to those struggles has been someone who's been the captain, Shreyas Iyer. So I, I remember this over that he was bowling to uh, Shreyas in the KKR uh, game, right? Where Um, he actually bowled a couple of bounces and made him hop, and you know he was trying to back away and hit because um, he, w- he was struggling to, to time the ball. And Shreyas has this weakness against the, the short ball; it's known for a while. And then he followed up 
it up after three balls in that over or something with a pinpoint yorker around off and middle and hit the base of the stumps and you know shares wasn't expecting it no answer got clean bowled um and and that always struck as something interesting to me because uh, Dale Stein was being interviewed around that process in the commentary box and so forth and you know the expectation was oh Dale Stein might have been you know teaching him or guiding him about this but Dale Stein actually mentioned he was actually thinking there would have been a better strategy for him to follow up with more bounces and so he he actually had very little input in actually advising him about to set that up so that that seems like something where he has some sort of game awareness that you can build on it's not just the pace um at hand um and and like you mentioned he doesn't really move the ball laterally very much but again because of the action that he has and sort of the resemblances to somebody like a wakar i could i wakar used to get outswing a prodigious outswing at times with the new ball even um even though he didn't concentrate much on it he was more more in his early years as a reverse swing bowler i could see him developing that skill set to at least have that lethal outswinger and under somebody who like dale stain who is guiding him who had a very good outswing on his own i could see him developing that wrist position so there's a lot to like about umran um but let's let's move on to a bit more of a tangible thing what do you think are his chances going forward both from a domestic ipl standpoint and in an international you know t20 odi even test standpoint so gurkarat um i mean clearly a lot to like about umran um and as you mentioned he's probably only going to get better and better uh what do you think um are you know his chances of progressing from purely an ipl product to an international one and even in the ipl what are your chances of him seeing him being say even retained or or being going for a lot of money in the subsequent auction cycles see uh, i think he'll be retained only with with srh however you know if you look at the franchise's history <laughs> it won't be a surprise if they let him go but uh, i saw too many calls about fast tracking him uh, but i i wasn't on board with that i still think that he's been selected for india a little early i'd ideally like him to play if not two then at least one season of domestic cricket because what uh, see it's one thing to sustain pace for four overs in a game but it's entirely different to sustain it for 15 to 20 overs in a day you know yes. that is where how you manage your workload uh, how you you know focus on bowling tighter lines because i don't think in when you're when you're bowling in a first class game you can bowl all 20 overs with with the same intensity and the same speed you will have to you know cut it down somewhere and you will have to learn how to bowl bowl defensive lines or bowl with control or how how to bowl when you're when you have to dry up runs right so i would ideally want him to play if not more than at least one full season of ranji trophy and then you know track his development because i think as of now it's it's too uh, it's too early and also i don't think if, even if the indian t20 team has the luxury of drafting him in because uh, we we don't have defensive spinners i you know in the 11 uh, probably it would be chahel chahel doesn't bowl in the power play right yeah. so uh, you can't have another bowler who's who's only good enough to bowl in the middle overs right yeah. and uh, the the thing with indian fast bowlers is that no one bats apart from shardul and shardul the bowler isn't again uh, isn't very really reliable so i still think it's 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 far too early to draft him in but i think what it would do is that if he is with the team he will you know continue to bowl in the nets probably improve because he was the net bowler in the last uh, world t20 as well so 
but I think you know one has to see how he progresses as a uh, as a fast bowler, especially when he's playing the Ranji Trophy because. the tracks are also very tough for pacers it, they don't have a lot so sometimes it could actually be uh, you know very how do you call it 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 might even be demotivating to bowl on those tracks uh, especially the tracks that you get in india uh, so it's it's good that he has the pace and he's shown that he has the brains as well but uh, you have to go through the grind of domestic cricket because if you don't go then you also you know uh, you might even have a trajectory which someone like avarun chakravarty has right as of now because yeah. his rise was very different he hasn't you know come up the ranks through the conventional ways where he has played a lot of domestic cricket so he has uh, fitness issues as well and then when you don't play that much of defense uh, that much of domestic cricket uh, so when you are encountered with a different challenge like how chakravarty had to encounter the indian pitches or the pitches particularly in maharashtra he didn't get a chance to bowl in Say a Kotla, which can sometimes be a be a slower slower wicket, or in Chepauk, or you know probably even in Ahmedabad, where the pitches are slightly sticky. Uh, so you know you 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 sometimes stand stand to get exposed, right? Right. I fear that that might happen with Umran if he's fast tracked far too early, uh, which is why I'm saying that he needs to play one season of domestic cricket for Jammu and Kashmir. Uh, where he's he's playing the Ranji Trophy, he's playing the Vijay Hazare, he's playing. I, I don't think Sayed Mushtaq Ali will be a tro- uh, will, will be a problem for him because he's he'll be able to bully most batters with pace. Pace, but yeah. he has to play Ranji and uh, you know Vijay Hazare. No, fair fair point, fair point. I mean, I will say on my end, I I slightly differ from you from you on this in that um, I wouldn't fast track him either into the Indian side, but I do think he should be a more regular feature on the India A circuit. mainly because yeah. that will give him more exposure to bowling yeah, which is which is what you know playing uh, first class cricket is india a tours are not happening and this is something which this is the point which recently msk prasad has raised as well in an interview where he said that uh, you know his to track his development it is important that he's also sent on india a tours yes yes and i i think that's 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 very important um i will say um not not to belabor the the wakar comparison but wakar was also a guy who didn't have a lot of exposure in in domestic cricket and at the time pakistan's domestic structures weren't great and so imran khan watched him bowling for some random final it just happened to be on the tv and the story goes that he found him and he was like this guy's really quick so you need to fast track him um but what i would say is that he i i certainly think he needs to bowl more long format cricket and It's it's interesting that you brought up that you you think that that would be like he would have to cut down on his pace sometimes and so forth. I certainly think that'll be the case on certain tracks. We'll have to adapt and so forth. Um, but I think the converse is also true, right? Sometimes when you actually learn how to bowl quick, I know Omran is quick in bursts right now, but to actually learn how to bowl quick for an extended long period of time, really quick, right? Um, like somebody like Awakar did. you actually have to bowl long overs on flat dead surfaces and then over time you actually develop your your bowling skills you develop your repeatability and you get an idea of how to rhythm and you you get a development of rhythm in your action where you can go flat out for long periods um and so i would say the the one thing that is also in support of that point is actually the opposite in that yes you you may have to so down on certain tracks but you also actually learn the art of refining your action and bowling 100%. fast yeah 100% because uh, also uh, 
first class cricket with will also bring in a uh, bring in another challenge especially if it's being played in india that how does he uh, manage to bowl with the old sg ball we have already had issues where virat and ashwin have raised that the ball goes far too soft after the 50th over that uh, as a bowler there is nothing to take purchase out of the pitch even the spinners are struggling so that is another that is another thing that he'll experience now if he becomes the kind of bowler who takes the pitch entirely out of the equation like wakar did when he was bowling well with all those yorkers we don't know but what i'm saying is that we still need to see that before we you know talk about you know playing him in all formats absolutely absolutely but but i i do think that he has with all of those things said a, a bright future ahead um and the hope is that he develops into a more well-rounded bowler and hopefully he takes the advice from the people around him and looks at other bowler, bowlers in his mold like a wakar like a shoaib akhtar like a bunch of others bowlers um and and gets the sort of advice that he needs for that um but yeah um long story short bright future ahead um hope for the best with him and his chances in india colors